Hi, I'm Natalie Jean, a busy entrepreneur, mom to four boys, wife to a SWAT sniper, and I have been gifted the task to spread the message about the impact your health plays on every area of your life. When you put your fitness and nutrition as a top three priority in your life, every single area improves, including your business bottom line. Join me as I interview some amazing women and gain insight into their health journeys, their struggles, their setbacks, and how you can overcome your own. Hey guys, thank you so much for being here. It is such a pleasure just to be able to talk through these thoughts and these experiences that I have in hopes that you can relate to some of it, all of it, or to see yourself in some of these stories that I share with you. So today I wanted to talk about this challenge that I did last week. So I never think of myself as an ultra runner. Ultra runners are people that run long distances, like even more than a marathon, which is 26.2 miles. And honestly, guys, when I ran my marathon, I ran three marathons and each time I would just tell myself, I'd never want to do that again. That was horrible. That was horrendous. So to be able to, to say that, but yet still do a few more is insane. And then what's even more insane is that I've actually gone on to run ultras where I, even though I've completed now an ultra, if you will, or a couple different in different ways, like if I'm using my own thought process, I would say, well, they were kind of like ultras, but not really ultras. Um, however you want to slice and dice it, but I, so even though I've completed this ultra challenge, I, I still have a hard time considering myself an ultra runner. And so let me kind of tell you guys about this challenge that I did. So last week, uh, David Goggins, who is a well-known Navy SEALs or former Navy SEALs guy, incredible story. If you listen to him or follow him in any way, shape or form, if anyone has gone, come overcome adversities, like this is the guy. And I actually saw him speak at a conference a couple years ago at an Anytime Fitness conference. And his story was so powerful that honestly, I had a hard time relating to him because I don't have a story like that. I couldn't even imagine having a story like that. And the fact that he's like now this big time ultra athlete, amazing, push yourself hard kind of guy. I was like, yeah, well, yeah, that's not for me. And so I can see though, how sometimes people would see me in that same light. You know, if I've run three marathons and I said, I never wanted to run one. Or if my husband and I hiked to the Grand Canyon and I was like, yeah, I never want to do that again. Many people might say like, okay, well, good for you. And that's what I thought of David Goggins when I first met him and saw him speak. I was like, okay, well, it's an incredible story. I love hearing it. You're amazing. Good for you. I'm going to continue on with my life, right? So this challenge came to my attention on a Tuesday and the challenge, I honestly don't even know how I heard about it, but it, I mean, it was on Instagram, but the challenge was to run four miles every four hours for 48 hours in a row. So the challenge was going to happen on a Friday, starting in the evening time and then run through the weekend. Well, I had girls weekend and I was not about to 
um, to take on this challenge during girls weekend. That wasn't the point of girls weekend. So on a Tuesday, when I heard about this challenge, I was like, okay, let me think about this. If I do this challenge, I want to be done before we head out for girls weekend and still not like finish right before we leave. So what that ended up being was I started on a Wednesday at 12 noon. And so my first run, I did most of my runs on the treadmill, just given I've got kids and had to entertain them while I did this, but I did my first run and I did it at a pace that would like at the time felt super slow. Like I was like, oh my gosh, this is, I mean, I can do this. This is so doable. I'm going to keep doing this for the next 12 runs or 11 more runs. There's going to be 12 total. And then, so I ended up doing, um, I kept that pace and it was easy, right? Cause it's on the treadmill. And then, um, I did that pace. So I did it at 12 noon and then at 4 PM and then at 8 PM and then at midnight. And then I set my alarm for 4 AM to wake up and do it then. And, and then just do it again for another 24 hours. I will tell you, and this kind of goes along with anything that you're doing in life is that that first beginning stages of whatever it is you're doing, even if you're starting a new career, you are starting a family, you got married, you um, decided to start eating healthier, or you've incorporated a fitness plan or something along those lines, that first part of it is exciting and it's fun. And that there's that feeling of like, I can 100% do this. So I think that's normal. And I want you to know that's normal. And I'm sure you've been there, right? That's probably why you go in so many different diets or programs or whatever. And when you first got married, you were probably thinking this is the most exciting thing of my life. And then you get to the middle part and that middle part. So for me, when I was running this challenge and doing four miles every four hours, the middle part got hard. It got really hard and it didn't matter how much I felt like I rested, what I was eating, what I was drinking, making sure I stayed hydrated, no matter what I was doing, it was still hard. And there was just that moment of, you know, and I think even when you're thinking of when you leave a job and start your own business and the beginning stages being exciting and the middle part being like, holy crap, you start asking yourself all these questions. I don't know why I did this. Is this even going to work? What was I thinking? What am I doing? And I think that's so normal. So whatever season you're in, and it could be related to your job, your marriage, your, um, as a mother, that those middle stages are just sometimes excruciating, but I want you to know, because I've had these experiences numerous, numerous times over the years. And that's why I think I do them because I become a different person at the end, because I know it's fun and exciting. It gets hard. And then I know though, at the end of the tunnel, there's a light, there's a power that happens when you step over that hurdle and you turn into this new person. And so because I've done it with marathons, I've done it with fitness competitions, I've done it with the hiking the Grand Canyon. That is the one thing that keeps me going. It pushes me through the hard times. And so, and for example, when I did my second to last run, it was 4 a.m. And I've, I recorded this all, I documented it all on my Instagram stories. And maybe I'll try to save it as a highlight reel so you can go back and watch it. But the 4 a.m. run, I got on the treadmill. I had a bowl of oatmeal and I was just walking and I got on my stories and I said, well, 
here I am not sure if I'm going to run this at all. And I'm just here and I'm going to do it because I said I was going to do it and I'm going to finish. And so that run, I just remember it being so hard and I, it took me over an hour, which is much, much longer than, um, I had done previously. And so when I did that, uh, I, you know, I did it right. That was the goal as I completed, it didn't matter how fast or slow I was going. I was able to actually get it done. And I felt good. I felt good that I did it. Not necessarily. I felt good. Like, um, physically, but then I just, you know, I waited until the next four hours pass, which let me tell you, four hours is absolutely nothing. Four hours has, um, four hours is the quickest, shortest amount of time you can have. And it just went so by so fast each time. And so, yeah, that's just kind of a side note, but four hours is not enough time. And, uh, so the last run I had was Friday morning at 8 AM <clears throat> And I remember putting on my pants again, putting on my sports bra. Like I went through so many pants and sports bras, uh, through those 12 runs and putting those shoes back on and just putting the earbuds in. And I was like, Oh my gosh, let's just pray that I make it through this because it's the last one. I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. And so the funny thing here is what happens is I got on the treadmill and I just started running and I don't know. It's so ironic. So funny, however you want to put it, but I don't know where that energy came from because the run before literally three and a half hours earlier, I was dying. I was in not, not so much in pain, just like mentally, I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to do it, but yet here I am on the final run and I'm running faster than I did on any other run. It makes no sense physically, mentally, that this is something that's possible and the same was true when I think back to any of the other races that I did physically, like the Grand Canyon, that middle part, I was walking at a snail's pace. I was like, there is, we are never getting out of here at this pace. And yet at the very end, the last few miles that we had, my husband, my husband even commented, he's like, Nat, where did you come from? Because literally an hour before I wasn't sure we were going to make it out. And yet here I am powering through. And it was the same with this challenge of David Goggins and just powering through to the end, because now who I am on this side is someone who is different than who went into the challenge now. And I've talked about it before I've banked in my confidence bank, or I've deposited in my confidence bank because I now have this self-integrity that I did what I said I was going to do. It didn't matter what my times were or what my pace was or any of that. And I wanted to do this challenge, not even just for me. Sure. It like gave me a new outlook on things It gave me my confidence. It deposited in my confidence bank, but I did it primarily, honestly, to show you guys that you really can do anything you set your mind to. I didn't train for this event. Yes, I have been running and, and working out, but I didn't train specifically for it. Um, but it's such a mind game. And so I want you guys to also know that, um, you know, maybe you've never, maybe you've never run a marathon and probably many of you have not, but have you ever gone out for a walk, maybe even jogged a little bit, or you've gone for a couple runs, 
perhaps. And I was even talking with someone on my Instagram stories the other day. She's like, Oh, I'm not, I wish I loved running. I'm not a runner, but I've done some trail runs and they're really nice. And I'm like, woman, consider yourself a runner. So I want you to know if you've gone out and gone for walks and some jogs and some runs, you're a runner. Just as I am, I never had considered myself an ultra marathon runner, an ultra runner. I did two things that were ultra runner-ish, whatever. Like I'm an ultra runner. And so I want you to know that if you've never even run a marathon, you don't have to run a marathon to be considered a runner. Same with like, okay, so you've never competed in a fitness competition, but have you been to the gym before? Have you done strength workouts, even if it's just body weight? If you have, you're an athlete. You don't have to be on the TV um, doing sprints and on the Boston Marathon or on the CrossFit Games to be considered an athlete. You're an athlete. And let me tell you, when you start to identify yourself as an athlete and a runner, you do start to become that identity and that changes. So, so many people just consider themselves non-runners and non-athletes because they don't do these wild, crazy things. But once you start to identify yourself as a runner and as an athlete, you will start to become that, that will become your true identity and doing more of it, but you don't have to run a marathon to be considered a runner. You don't have to be in the CrossFit games to be considered an athlete. You are, you are. So I just want you guys to know that. And there's two things I want you to take away here. So number one is your potential is bigger than your problem. Please remember that, that whatever problem you're facing, whether it's a weight issue, a health issue, a mindset issue, um, that that problem is minuscule compared to your potential. You have the potential to do anything you want. You have the potential to be anything you want. So please remember that. And then number two is courage is fear in motion. Courage is fear in motion. I am, I would not consider myself a courageous person, but I was in fear of this challenge. I was in fear of the Grand Canyon. I was in fear of the marathon. I was in fear of leaving my corporate job, but courage is taking that fear and moving it forward. And so I want you to remember that and whatever it is that you're going through, whatever you're struggling with is that in order to become courageous, you just take that fear and you move it in motion. So with that said, that's all I had for you, but I do have a free training coming up all around this mindset tool that I've used on myself primarily just in this last year. Um, but I've used it before. I never really had a name to it or exactly what it was, but I also used it in a training that I did with a group program that I had, um, back last year at the end of 2020. And I am still to this day, getting messages from those clients and customers that are still having moments of breakthrough regarding their journeys. And so I have a free training coming up where I'm going to teach you all about how to, to do this, to take your mindset and turn your problems into your potential and turn your fear into courage. And, uh, so if you just go to www.nataliejean.com slash breakthrough or forward slash breakthrough, that's nataliejean.com forward slash breakthrough. And you can get some of the details of when this is going to be. So it's going to come up here at the end of March. 
and um, you can sign up. You'll get a link to what um, the training will be. And I'm going to just take some time and show you exactly. It's like a, an actual thing, like a Google doc that I use to um, help you get your own breakthroughs with this. So I would love, love, love to have you there. And, um, and if anything, connect with me on Instagram. I'm Natalie Jean Fit on Instagram. I love to just um, collaborate with people. I love to welcome people um, to my world. And I appreciate you guys so, so much. I've got some more coming down um, later this year with um, some really exciting things that I am not sharing with you yet. But um, for sure, go to nataliejean.com forward slash breakthrough. Sign up for this free training so that you can figure out how do you overcome these adversities, these obstacles. Um, it can be related to health and fitness and running, or if it's maybe just your um, career or lack of motivation or struggles that you're going through, I definitely want to help you. And I am pretty, I'm confident to say that this changed me a lot and it's changed the women that I've coached through a lot too. So um, I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Fit for Business podcast. My hope is that you take some tips and nuggets, things that resonated with you in today's episode and apply it to your personal health journey. I'm Natalie Jean and I'll see you next week.